Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Raising His Kids for 2024. I'm Tony. And I'm Lauren. Happy New Year, indeed. We're so excited to kick off the new year with all of you. And it's time for fresh starts and new perspectives. Now, before we dive into our listener responses, let's take a moment to share our own affirmations and resolutions. Lauren, why don't you kick things off? I would love to. I'm not really big into resolutions because... I've done them before and I feel like I always put pressure on myself, do really well for two months and then, and I feel like that's really common. Um, mm-hmm. So I just go in with like new like themes, I guess. And I think we talked about yep. this last year too, mm-hmm. but my, what I'm thinking this year is I am going to be more patient in 2024 because being a mom has stretched me in ways I didn't know I could be stretched and I need that patience and I need it for her and I'm working on it. And so, yeah, that's what I'm bringing into 2024 is more patience and growth. I think that was my resolution for last year. Like my goal for last year was to be more patient. Wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. Like if we went back and we listened, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I wish I had done that because I don't remember what mine was. I didn't go back and listen. I just feel like at some point in this year, even when we were recording with Madison, when Madison joined us for the podcast, I think like because she wanted to introduce like our weekly or our monthly or our fortnightly like goals. Patience was like a big thing for me. And I think... I literally want to go into the new year with an open mind and an open heart. Like I said in our last episode, Christmas miracle happened because dad and I seem to be getting along and I really want to make that co-parenting relationship work. Right. Right. That's a good one. And, and, I, and I made a deal with him when we went to mediation. Like if more good shit happened, I'm going to talk about the good shit on this podcast, not just the <laughs> bad shit, right? Because I want my co-parenting relationship with Big K's dad to work because it's in my son's best interest. But at the same time, I want to let go of my resentment towards Karen. Yes, that's a really good one. I feel like so many of us could really benefit from that. I think I've finally accepted she's never going to be the mom that I think she should be, mm-hmm. but she thinks that she's the mom that she needs to be. Right. And there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> Correct, right? All I can do is control how the boys are treated in my house and how I treat them in my house and whether I agree with what she does or not. What happens in her house is her business, Mm -hmm. but I am the mother of my house and I will control what happens in my house. Yeah. That um whole concept of there's nothing I can do or there's nothing I can do about what she's doing is definitely another thing that I need to uh, figure out how to deal with because that's tough. Yeah. So maybe we should do like a six month check in that to see how we're tracking for these goals. We should do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers anyone who actually follows my page, follows me on Instagram or TikTok. I posted about my jar of positives. Yeah. I've almost. I have almost completely filled my jar of positives. So to our listeners, if you want to take more positives into the new year and reduce your negatives I suggest getting a jar any kind of jar I have like an old coffee jar with a lid and every week for 52 weeks on the Friday I did it on the Friday because our weeks kind of go Friday to Friday with the kids right Right. so every Friday I would write the positive for that week whether it was like the kids doing something well at sport or school or Miss K started swimming on her own without her floaties or just I had peace There was no negative for the week. 
I kept all my positives, whatever it was, in a jar so that I had 52 weeks of positives and I stopped focusing on the negatives. So That's huge, yeah. I didn't intend on talking about that. It just popped into my head. So I challenged you stepmoms to keep a jar of 52 positives. Yes, I love that because it is, um, it really like rewires your brain because you're so like programmed because it's human nature to focus on the negative. And it's so easy to focus on the negative. So doing something like that is amazing. I want to have my husband do that. Yeah, like do it together as a family. Like, yeah, what is the positive thing that happened this week? Like, T and A getting along, T not acting brattish. You know, working on that one. (laughs) You know, like, and I'm using your family as an example. Like, it could be anything from my family. Like, a positive from this week is tonight we watched a movie as a family, and I got photos of the boys. Like cuddling Miss K on the couch. She was taking turns going between brothers, wanting to snuggle into them. And my husband's like, what are you doing? You meant to be watching the movie. And I said, I need to get a photo of this moment where everyone is calm. And like just seeing the boys so innocently cuddle their sister when normally, you know, they are sick of her because she can be annoying. She's a toddler. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) She must've been loving that. (laughs) She was, she was so hyped up. I don't, I don't know where her energy come from. She is like little Jay's behavior twin. Oh, no. We say behavior twin. They don't look alike, but they act the same. That's scary. (laughs) We don't need two of them. I know, right? That's how I feel with T, too. I'm like, I don't want him influencing Miss A too much. And I'm sure so much of like the way he acts is like normal for his age, especially in this day and age. It's not like 100 when I say that, but. (laughs) um i'm like it's different from when we were kids because we didn't have issues of like unregulated screen time and like all that stuff so um it's like i don't know if how he acts is normal or not but it's got to be on some level right you just reminded me i was talking to my bosses about my boss and the other co-worker today and they're both in their 60s right so they're like my mom's age and i said something about the kids having screen time and they turn around, they said, our kids didn't have that. I said, oh, I didn't have that, but it's a different day and age. Exactly. The technology is there and our kids use it, whether they're using it at school or at home, the technology is there. And do you want to impair them by not teaching them how to use it? Because it, it would be an impairment. Like they would be dis- disadvantaged if they went to school and didn't know how to use it. Exactly. Although I feel like they're born knowing how to use it. Like, how early T could use a tablet blew my mind. He's just like, do, 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 yeah. do. Like he's always known. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. It's like, I know we're recording this before New Year, so it might confuse some people, but mm-hmm. you know, we got the kids, the switch for Christmas oh, yeah. and I'm intrigued to see if they can set it up by themselves. I would not be at all surprised. Neither would I. I think that's going to be my test for Christmas Day is be like, you want to play it? You set it up. Yeah. I would not be surprised. They they just know. It's just so crazy how early they know how to work that stuff. They do. Miss K, like, she knows how to get into the iPad. She knows if I'm sleeping, she can put my thumbprint. Stop. And, and access it. Yeah, she has, she'll, she'll, like, I'll be in a daze and she'll go, mama, finger. And I just put my hand out and she'll, oh, my God. Stick her thumb on it. But at the same time, if I tell her the numbers to press for the passcode, she can press it and access the iPad herself. And she knows that she has her own little folder of apps that she's allowed to access. 
That's great. Man, like, that's just so crazy to me how, like, early they know that. Because she's about to be four, right? Four in January, yeah. Yeah. So for this month, for, for the month that this airs. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. I also wanted to just say, when we're talking about resolutions, affirmations, I wanted to mention that one thing I've learned from being a part of the online stepmom community is to always set positive intentions, which comes along with my jar of positives and setting those positive intentions for the year. And I think a lot of what I learned about being a positive stepmom and being an intentional stepmom, I've learned from following Tammy J. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. So I thought it was important to mention that you and I have reached out to Tammy J and hopefully Tammy J from Stepmom Goals will be excited. Like she'll be coming on the podcast sometime in the new year. So I'm excited. I thought we should announce that. Yeah. She's going to be a really good guest. She has so much to share. Mm, I feel like she's going to be a vibe. Like that conversation is going to be fun. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely want to be recording on that one. (laughs) I still remember her reaction when she found out I was in Australia. She was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Really? She was like, she was, I guess it was similar to you. Like so shocked that your content reached all the way down here. Right. I know. It's crazy. The internet's crazy. It is. Making us new friends all over the place. That's it. Uh, So do you want to move on to some listener questions that we've received from our listeners? Absolutely. Let's start with affirmations. So the first one we got is, I'm a great mom on my own. No need to participate in bio mom's competitions between homes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You got it, sister. Yeah. That's kind of the perfect one. I think that's the first one that came through as well. And it, yeah. someone someone messaged me. That just reminds me. Someone messaged me in relation to one of the posts that you posted, one of the questions, and she messaged me. And I only got it today because it was in my hidden inbox. And it was something about the second wife syndrome. And she said, this is something I need to remind myself on the daily, especially since having our baby earlier this year. And I said, you need to remind yourself that you are the only wife. There is no competition. Right. I know. And that's a tough thing to like come to terms with though, or like get a grip on. It is. And you and I have both been there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But, But I feel like once you recognize it, it's easier to move past it. Definitely. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. So our next affirmation is she is not worth the energy when she tries to pull stupid stuff. Oh, man. Amen. That, that one needs to be mine too. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like I can relate to all these affirmations and all of these resolutions. I know. <laughs> Me too. That's why it's good to share them because then like everyone else can get in on that too. Absolutely. Our next one is it's okay to have a break from my stepkids and do something by myself and not feel guilty. So true. We've had a whole episode about that. Absolutely. And for the bio moms that listen to this, it is okay to do stuff without your bio kids too. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I know that there's some stepmoms that won't understand it. I got into a heated conversation with someone on Facebook about they were criticizing bio mom for doing stuff. And I said, well, you know, if it's not her custodial time, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. And and they were getting all bitter and it's just like, hang on, but as a stepmom, you don't have to worry about the kids when they're not on your custodial time. And I get it. Like, don't come at me. Those that have their stepkids full time, that would be rough. I've had my stepkids full time for the past two weeks and my husband and I have not been in a good place. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Like, 
It's just like the dealings of the kids. We're not connecting. We're not finding moments together. I'm working. He's at home. You need to find those moments to connect. Definitely. Yeah. So those stepmoms that have the kids full-time, I have empathy for you because I know that in a few days time, my stepkids are going to go off to bio mom's place and they're not going to be my problem for three weeks. Yeah. That's what I was telling my husband. Like this might be a hot take, but most, well, like most of step parenting is harder than being a bio parent in my short experience of being a bio parent. But um, the one thing is like, we're not sleeping right now at all. So I'm like, if she was shared custody, I would know that in like three days I'd be able to sleep through the night. But I don't have, like, I know I'm not going to have that break and we don't have like the time to connect if she's being crazy all day. So it's like, it's hard to not have that time away also. So I can't imagine having stepkids full time. I think I would go crazy. Like, I know this is airing New Year's Day, but let me just give you a picture of what my New Year's Day is going to look like when this airs. I'm going to be hungover in a hotel room probably naked. If I'm not naked, I am going to be swimming in a pool and probably be continuing on drinking because we don't have our boys and our daughter is being babysat by my mom so that we can go out in the city with friends for New Year's Eve. I love that for you. It was so funny because I seriously thought that my husband was going to say no. My friend messaged me and said, hey, who's up for going? Like It was in a group chat and she said, hey, who's up for going out in the city? for New Year's. And I said, wait one, let me get back to you. And I messaged my husband. We're in the same house at the time, but different rooms. And I was like, it's it's quicker if I just message him because I knew he was on the toilet on his phone. And he's like, do we have a babysitter? That was his first question. And I said to him, wait one, let me find one. And I messaged my mom. I was like, what are you doing for New Year's? She goes, oh, I'll be at home. I said, do Miss Kay? And then my next minute, my husband's like, I'm going to book the Sofitel in Brisbane. Can your mum watch her for two nights? I was like, Sure, I'll ask him. Can can you have it for two nights? And she's like, I guess, but you owe me. I was like, I'll buy you a bottle of rum. And then next minute, we've booked a hotel room and we're staying in Brisbane City for New Year's Eve. So by the time everyone hears this, I'm going to be hungover, child-free, relaxing. That is beautiful. I love that for you. (laughs) But taking a break leads me to number four. I am a good mum and I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. That's really all you can do. So if you're doing your Absolutely. best, then, yeah. That is it. We can only ever do our best. Exactly. And then our last one, I definitely need this too, but life is short. Learn not to be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, well, I guess moving out of affirmations onto the resolutions. Yeah. Number one, number one on my list or on our list, sorry, is not accepting bio mom's lies about why she can't take the kids. I need a break. There you go. <laughs> and you deserve a break. You deserve a break. And if bio mom won't take the kids, you need to plan a weekend with your girlfriends or where your partner has the kids. Yes. Or go by yourself. I've thought about that. I'm like, should I just leave the baby with my husband and go sleep in a hotel for a night? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like... I saw if I wasn't working every day leading up to Christmas, I kept seeing those reels about here's your like reminder to go book a hotel room and go stay with your friends and wrap your Christmas presents in peace. Uh I was like, man, I wish I could do that right now. Like I I wish (laughs) I could do that. I know. That would be so nice. (laughs) 
one day. So we deserve mumcations. And Yes. even those that aren't bio mums deserve step mumcations. Yes, definitely. You need it. It's That's not an it. easy And job. if and anyone who listened to the episode with Jill Barlow, she wants to organize a stepmom vacay. Yeah, I am there. That would be so fun. No So, kids and allowed. just for, just for our listeners, because we got some people that responded like they wanted to stay in the United States because we're a global podcast. That's why Jill and I were talking about Fiji because it's still cheap for Americans to get to while still being cheap for Australians to get to. Right. But Yeah, we're open it's for options as long as it's cheap for all of us to get to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need like 10 grand just to fly to the United States. Right. Like I know that that sucks. that's just for me to fly there. Unless of course anyone wants to put me up for a week or two or a month. You can come stay with me. <laughs> I have an extra bedroom now. I'll look after the baby. <laughs> oh my God. You are more than welcome. <laughs> our next one is creating more traditions and doing more things on our weekends with the kids. We haven't been putting in enough effort to do exciting things with them. This year that changes. But it's also really tough. So don't put too much pressure on yourself to do like quote unquote fun things. Exactly. And fun things can be things at home. Like the amount of times just playing a board game with the kids means so much to them. Do Right. family game night, do family movie night. Like tonight, watching a movie with the kids. Normally my husband and I will go off to our bedroom and watch our own movie, but the boys were begging us to watch Terminator 3. And we're like, yeah, okay, we can sit through Terminator 3. So we all sat together and it just, it meant a lot to the boys and it means more to them than we actually realize. I would definitely agree with that. Now, this one touches on what I was talking to you off recording about, which is to recover my finances enough to leave. Yeah. And like we were saying, that's like we both know a couple people going through this right now. Um, and that's tough. It is tough. And I've been there. And as I was telling you off recording on the 15th of November, 2023, it was six years since the date I left. It was... Right. On the 2nd of December, it was the anniversary of the date I moved into my little flat with Big K on my own. I know how hard it can be. Please reach out to me. Like, I can I can definitely relate. And the whole Christmas New Year period, I feel like it's kind of that emotional, you hit an emotional wall and you go, oh, fuck, I'm about to hit another year in a miserable situation. Right, true. And if this stepmom is leaving a relationship that's going to mean that she's technically no longer a stepmom, she's still going to be welcome in our community because in my Oh, for eyes, sure. once a stepmom, always a stepmom, it's something you can relate to, you can give advice on. And we're not just for stepmoms, we're for mums. Like we're mums, Right, whether we exactly. had our biological children or not, we're mums. Yes, we're aimed at stepmoms because we're stepmoms, but we're also women who have gone through hard things. Exactly. Very hard things. So uh, this stepmom, if you're hearing me right now, please reach out to me. I will talk you through this as best as I can from my own experience. Yeah. That, I mean, I really feel like that would be helpful even just to have someone who knows what you're going through. That is because when I was leaving, like I had my sister and this is when my sister and I were close and she was really like the person who was trying to help me through it. She helped me devise a plan to leave everything And then the night all hell broke loose and I left for good. It it didn't go to plan, Oh, but I was 
I was lucky that I had my own bank account and I had my own bank account with money so that even though my plan to leave, my plan wasn't to leave until the February I'd scheduled like annual leave to take time off work, to move and disappear one day that he was at work. But we're going to talk about the positives, not dwell in the past. But anyway, so I've been there, the need to formulate a plan and get out. I get it. Whether whether it's just a crappy relationship or if there is DV involved, I've been right. there. You know, she doesn't say there's DV involved, but clearly, if if there's not, it's still a crappy relationship, and she needs to get out. Yeah, because I know that like I've known people who are like stay at home moms or like something like that, and they don't have their own like bank accounts and stuff. They're just all using like the hus- the money that their husband mm-hmm. brings in. So then they're trying to like get enough money to leave from there. Um, and even if there's no DV involved, it is still just like the worst situation. Absolutely. It is. So moving on to our next one is not feeling bad for leaving out stepkids when they're with bio mom and doing things with my bio kids. You can't because they're you not can. sitting around waiting for you before they move on with life. So Exactly. And that's something that we talk about a lot is the stepkids life keeps going. They're not sitting around waiting for life to happen. And I guess this is something you and I both experienced over Christmas where we both went and did things without our babies, without our Mm -hmm. stepkids and me without my bio son. It was just our daughter. I didn't have my bio son, didn't have my stepsons. It was just our daughter. We went and did Christmas activities as our little family of three. Uh And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, and I talked about this, like the boys knew where we went. Uh They've experienced it plenty of times. Exactly. There comes a time where you're allowed to do stuff without them and you don't have to feel guilty for it. Right. And I did feel guilty going with just um, our baby, but it was like, it was too cold for the rides to be open. So my stepson would have been bored anyway. He doesn't want to just walk around and look at lights. He's done that every year for the past seven years. So he would have been bored regardless. So it kind of worked out. And that that was the same thing for us. When we went to White Christmas, it was every other year we're going on the rides with Big K and Little J because they're too little to go on rides by themselves. Big J doesn't go on rides because he's too scared. He won't take his sister on the rides because, you know, that's not cool. So we all would have had a miserable time if we went together as a family of six. Exactly. This way we got to go. We got to take Miss K. We got to take her on the baby rides that she wanted to go on. We got to look at all the lights. We got to see all the characters. So this one, like go into the new year doing things without stepkids. There is nothing wrong with that. And I guess our last resolution that we received is asking myself, what do I need in this moment more to decrease resentment and burnout? Amen. I know that's such a good one. (laughs) Like, yes. What do you need in this moment? And not only ask yourself, ask yourself and then tell your spouse yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That's so important. You know, it's, that's just something I can relate to right now. Like we've been so stressed two weeks with the kids, no break. And I've had to tell my husband what I need from him, what I need. And he's doing the same thing. He's going, yeah. what I need is for the kids to piss off and go see their other parents because I need a break from them because they're doing my head in. <laughs> I know. And guess what, stepmoms? That's from a bio dad saying that his own kids are doing his head yeah, in. Right. 
we're allowed to feel that way too. Right. Yeah. Communicating that to your partner is also so important and doesn't get done enough. And this bio mom um, has, or this stepmom has her stepkids all the time. She's full time. So she, she really needs it. Yeah. I think, I think you need more wine. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. I say, as I take a sip of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Those were some heartfelt affirmations and resolutions. We appreciate you, our listeners, for sharing your journeys or roller coasters, as we like to call them, with us. Absolutely. And as we navigate through the new year, let's continue supporting each other in this unique path of blended family life. We'll be back next week with a catch-up episode sharing how we're all doing since the holiday season has officially ended. So stay tuned for that. Once again, happy new year. Take care. And here's to a fantastic year ahead raising his kids. Bye. Bye.